such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favorite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by everyday foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello, our saucy podcast listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Obviously Good. You are joined, as always, with myself, Spicy B, Sweet Livy. Hi, guys. And Buttery Bella. Hi, guys. How are we all this evening? Oh, feeling quite good, I reckon, considering I have driven 16 hours in um, close to 48 hours. That's a lot of hours. <laughs> it's a lot of time in the car. A lot of time in the car. I was in a car with four boys. I mean, three boys and one girl, but basically Did Jess you just make your sister a boy? <laughs> <laughs> she basically is. Sorry, Jess. But no, it was a lot. And now don't I, leave the listeners hanging. Why were you driving for so long? So I had my cousin's wedding. Oh, yeah, love a wedding. Tell us about it. Where was it? So it was at their property in Walgett. Heaven. And it was just beautiful. For everyone who doesn't know, Walgett's been in like a 10-year drought. And finally there has been rain and it is green. and So nice. And everyone's just happy and in a good mood, although there is a rat plague. I won't get to that. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Yes, I've heard about that. And apparently, like, they've come on the trains and are coming into the city. <laughs> You've been warned. <laughs> Seriously, like, I've actually heard, like, the train doors are opening and rats are running off. Also, can we have a quick, like, clarification of is it mice or rats? I, my family, who are also from rural Australia, are also saying, are saying it's mice. It is mice. It's a okay. mice plague. I just like to say rat and it sounds more dramatic. <laughs> It definitely does, like a rat and a mice, sizable difference. Totally. They still look pretty damn scary. But for those that also don't know or are new listeners to the podcast, Walgett is also where you grew up. Correct. I grew up out there. It is a very beautiful and happy place for me, and I'm actually feeling quite homesick right now. Yeah, you were saying that when we arrived tonight, you were feeling a bit homesick. Yeah. I usually get a little bit sad the day after I get back to the big smoke, but um, I think... <laughs> so country. I think because... Mainly, it was just so quick that yeah, just, yeah, just sad. So sorry if I cry tonight, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. So if you hear little sniffles on the podcast, it's just Bella in the corner. <laughs> it's fine. Well, we'll try and cheer her up. B, did you have anything good this weekend? Oh, did I ever, Libby? Um, did I? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a great weekend. I took myself to Fun Home on Friday night, which is a musical at STC at the moment. Nice. Mm -hmm. um, which was, haven't been to a musical in a while. So it was interesting. V highly recommend. I'm pretty sure it's wrapping up. So I would say go, but it will definitely be finished, I think. Mm -hmm. um, actually, a friend of ours, um, she's a teacher and one of her students was one of the main characters in it. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, it was huge. Like the, the children, there was three children in it and they were amazing. And then I also had my housemates 25th on the weekend, which was just stunning because I just love having people in my home. Yeah, you're a hostess. I am. And and just good food. So we had this amazing spread. Like everyone brought something. It was just like good food, good company. It's a good quality to have to like being a host, I think. Yeah. Oh, I was born for it. <laughs> oh, if you do so, say so. Oh, I guess. I mean, you've met my family. Yeah. Yeah. Like, true. We you know have. what we're like. True, true, true. Absolutely. Anyway, Libby, how was your weekend? Um, pretty good also. Had a few things on. So I 
we had a party and no hat no play party on the friday night i absolutely love I that i think theme. that's so fun yeah pretty fun some funky hats out there shout out to my housemate for lending me her cowboy hat oh oh but also like most of the other white girls there so like, <laughs> right, right, right. love that for me and then i actually went back to one of our fave places from last season ezra Oh, our Christmas place. Exactly, for lunch with my girlfriend. So heaven weekend, really. Love that for you, Libs. Thanks, guys. Now we should probably take it to Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town is the part of the podcast where we discuss what is hot in food this week. B, have you got something for us? I do indeed, Buttery Bella. This is for our, like, diehard foodie fans out there. Okay, okay. Um, So... You would be familiar with the Australian Good Food Guide. Yep. If you're not, little recap, it's essentially, as the name suggests, a good food guide that comes out every year that tells you what are the best restaurants um, across Australia, basically, to go to. And it has a rating system that are hats. Yep. So Mm -hmm. venues get one hat, two hat, three hats. Three hat of restaurants, usually quite expensive. You're looking at your key, your aria, and that means, you know, they're amazing. Essentially, there was not one released last year due to COVID. And so this year... They've come back and they're releasing it again, but they're just like throwing it like to the wall. It's all different. Okay. So they're reverting back to state-based guides. So it's only within New South Wales and Victoria. So it's the Sydney Morning Herald Good Food Guide and then the Age Good Food Guide in Victoria. Right. Mm -hmm. And over the last few months, the editors and reviewers have been visiting a whole heap of restaurants that they probably wouldn't have done in the past. So this year – Instead of going to like the most up and coming, the new openings, the ones that I would probably say are the pricey ones. Yep. They're actually going to ones that are like, you know, where is the best hot pot for a family to go to or friends to have dinner at? Where are the, you know, where are locations that haven't been visited? Where Where is food that is actually good regardless of the price? Okay. And I think it's coming off the back of COVID where they've gone, you know what? The hospitality industry got hit really hard and we're actually going to, showcase just what it's about amazing food not necessarily the money awesome so then how are they going to do the rating system then well this is interesting there will still be a rating system and hats but they're choosing this year to not put the ratings in the book so they don't want to sort of as the hospitality industry is recovering post-covid they Mm. don't want to sort of like ruffle feathers by you know people are rebuilding Mm. putting a rating out of 20 Mm. because that's what it's out of yeah and then people go, oh, I won't go there because of that. So they're going to be showcasing restaurants but not actually putting the rating there. I kind of love that. But there will be hats still, I believe. Interesting. So it's all really different. Yeah. But I think it'll be really exciting and I think it's just going back to what, like, you know, the roots of good food. So if you want to know more about it and kind of just check out what that rating system's about and when it will be coming out, head to Good Food, the website, and for more info. Awesome. I, I cannot it. wait to see what they do with it. I'm actually really excited. Yeah, we should get it so that we can – do some mapping. And do some comparisons. I mean, you know, I'm kind of surprised they didn't reach out to us. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but maybe it's because we have the rating system and they're like, sheesh, a bit opposite against what they want. Imagine if you open yeah. the bloody book and it says bougie basic, dollars for dishes, <laughs> mate or date. <laughs> bloody, we're going to copyright that. <laughs> I love that a lot. But that is all I have for you guys this week. Love it. And I believe, Libby, you have something for us about where we went this week on our rating system podcast. (laughs) I do indeed, be. Now, the story behind this week's restaurant actually starts back in 2017 in Dubai. Two friends, Sammy, a food chain owner, and Ravi, a management consultant, 
came up with a plan to spread fresh, high-quality seafood at an affordable price throughout Australia. Mm. Mm. With fun at its core, they set their eyes to their first target audience, Sydney. They've now expanded to seven locations throughout Sydney, but this is not any ordinary seafood restaurant. They have transformed the way we experience their food. That is, with no plate, no cutlery. You heard it right, Beatrice, no cutlery. (laughs) Fresh white paper tablecloths are covered with bags upon bags of juicy red seafood, which is poured onto the table. This is an experience not for the faint-hearted. And faint-hearted we ain't. However, be that look when you walked in. (laughs) Tell us what was going through your head. Okay, so I quite a while ago now suggested this place, which is called Kickin' In. I didn't even mention it. <laughs> no. I was holding you off, everybody. <laughs> so for those listening, you maybe you've seen this on your Instagram because that's where I found it. And for those listeners of the podcast, you would know I am not a big seafood fan. But essentially, I saw what this experience was and I was like, we have to do this for the podcast. I suggested it a couple times. It sort of went under the radar and then... Like last week, Bella's like, guys, we've got to do this. And I was like, yes, we do. And the, both of them were surprised. Both of you were like, B, you, you don't want to do this. I think that that's what partly it came to is that we were both, we were pretty keen when you first initially suggested it, but we were like, we don't want you to get there and be like, I cannot eat anything. It's not even that that surprises me. It's the whole concept of the messy food, no cutlery. Like that is not you. Oh, it goes against everything in my body, like seafood, bloody like we'll get to it, but there was gloves involved, dumping a bag of food in the middle of a table and eating with your hands. Like it's full savagery. But I think maybe that's why I liked it so much because it was like if you're going to go hard, go go hard. hard. Yeah, Well, go hard, then go home full. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like don't half-ass it. Absolutely. Which is exactly what we didn't do. No. So let's take them to the venue. We went to the Zetland um, location. Easy for all of us. Happy. Got there. It's in part of the shopping centre. Weird vibes, but here for it. Which Mm. is something that we're not kind of used to, but it's starting to become much more popular. So I think get used to it. It's also a very nice looking shopping center. (laughs) Yeah, it's my local actually. East Village, shout out. And it's easy to get to, like you can get just easily get a park. I think that that's kind of where the winds are coming from here. Mm. Anyway, big red neon signs, um, a sort of black decor, Mm. would you say? Yeah, which is probably strategic on their behalf because I'm sure that shit would get messy. (laughs) Yeah. Like sauce flying everywhere. <laughs> totally. And anyway, we sat down first and lying on the table, bibs. You yeah. know a restaurant's going to be good when there's bibs on the table. <laughs> that I was so excited for that part. As soon as the bibs were there, I was like, I'm putting mine on and bibs <laughs> not even here. Yeah, yeah like you know it's going to be something if there's a bib involved. I needed a, like a long bib because I still feel like I got it everywhere. <laughs> you know what they needed? They needed like paint smocks. Like raincoats yeah. kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally. The bib didn't kind of actually suffice in the end. I'm glad you feel the same. Also on the table is this, as I tried to explain, essentially it's just a white paper tablecloth and then all else that's there is they had these sort of the plasticky menus, obviously, so they can clean them quite quickly, I suppose. Ew. And then a pot that had a meat cleaver, some really hardcore scissors and maybe a token napkin. Like I think that was about it. Wet towels as well. Wet towels. Oh, yeah. We forgot about that. But the wet towels need not come to the very end, no, as no, we no. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, any case, the menu is quite um, – it's one of those menus where there are lots of pictures. Lots of pictures, which you kind of need, I think, I think for this to, experience. Totally. 
um, and starts off with all the fried food. So all the entrees are mostly deep fried. Should, t- should we just tell them what we got for entree? Well, look, I guess I want to caveat by saying like any, you know, restaurant that have given themselves a hardcore niche. Yeah. They definitely have to cater for those that, you know, are not maybe they found themselves in this situation for who knows why, what reason. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to really want some seafood. So we had the deep fried mozzarella sticks. Yes. And they hit the spot. I feel like we needed that. <laughs> Did you? I mean, we ordered yeah. them out of fear that I was going to go home hungry. So that it was, was kind of like, fear. okay, well, we better get something because I might not be able to eat a lot here. <laughs> because simultaneously, we then flip the page over on the menu and it's just pictures of different kinds of seafood, all looking pretty exquisite, I do have to say. But essentially the premise of all of this is you choose what the combination of seafood you want you choose the the sauce and there's a, an array of them. There's a garlic butter, there's Cajun, and there's a few others. And then there's the one which is a combination of them all. Mm. And then you also choose your spiciness level. Mm. The seafood that you choose gets cooked, put in a bag, shaked around with the spices <laughs> and the sauce you chose, and then comes to your table. It well, sounds disgusting. We'll take you there, but essentially that is why on the page following there was just nothing else but seafood, so we had to go with the mozzarella sticks. Yeah, we had to, you know, also who doesn't dabble in a bit of fried cheese? Like, you know it's going to be pretty shitty, but it'll be yum. To be honest, <laughs> it was less interesting than I even thought it was going to be. Really? Mm. What? 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 Less interesting than you th- – unpack that for me. It was just – I thought that it was going to be the – the whole deep fried situation was going to be full of cheese. And it was just like, once you did the one stringiness and, and head to our Instagram story, if you want to see Beatrice doing it, she does it marvelously. It's like, she's done it many times before. Sorry, seriously, it's not your first radio. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, it then was just an empty tube of deep friedness. And it did come with a weird ass chutney, but like, I don't know. Yeah, the chutney could have been left in the corner. <laughs> I was enjoying whatever non-seafood goodness was happening at that point. That, yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, once we got through that, Bella, take us through what did we decide to order? So we ended up going with the mixed bag, which was the best seller on the list. It looked like the best on the thing. Yeah, I think it was. It, it had the combination of the corn yep. and it also had potato in it amongst all the seafood. Which, you know, a little bit more food <laughs> substance for old gal over here i was excited about that (laughs) and they come out obviously as libby said they pour it on the table and the best part about the whole thing i really liked our waiter because i felt like she was a country girl just like she had a bucket at one stage and i was watching her on the other tables and she just looked like she was doing cattle work it does feel like that as well because yeah she brings the bucket with the ba- plastic bag full of the seafood and when she tips it out she also kind of like squeezes, squeezes out she's milking the cows or something yeah like the last excess every little bit of juice that comes out of the bag i, I did get that i did know what you meant from yeah. that. well should we what sauce did we get so we went the shebang which was what a great name i know <laughs> the one that had all of them in it and i think i think we did well with that because it had every ta- like you know when you can just cover anything in something and it will taste good? Oh, yeah. It was amazing. We essentially like went for everything the girl said was. <laughs> the waitress said. <laughs> yeah. She was like, usually people get the mixed bag with this sauce, with this spice. And we're like, look, if that's what the favorite is, let's just try it because yeah. we don't also don't want to go wrong right now. No. no. I did really want to go wrong though. I wanted to get uh, – because of our last venue, um, the Lobster, Dreaming of That – so on and so forth. 
I really – there was an option to get the lobster bag that just had four lobsters in it. That would have been like my nightmare. <laughs> your nightmare. But also I feel like it would have ruined your dreams. Yeah, because the lobster, you know, it would have been very different to what you had at Franca. Very. It may have. We don't know because we didn't get any lobster in our oh, bag. Oh, you are like under like lobster hypnosis. I seriously am. Are I you think. still thinking about it? I still have had dreams about it. Oh. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to the Franca episode where Bella and I talk you through our experience with said lobster. And we fell in love. <laughs> anyway, so yes, we got the mixed bag. Comes to the table, squishy, squishy goodness. Bibs are on, gloves are on. Mm-hmm. Do yes, we do have noting. black gloves, which I was kind of about the black, not a creepy <laughs> color. Like black's very intense. But I suppose then you can't see how disgusting it looks. I was going to say the exact same thing. If it yeah. was white, it'd look like a murder scene, <laughs> literally. And I guess, I mean, where do we even start? We just, we just got in there. I think that's how you have to start. There's no exact way. It's it's all there, a pile. And please head to our Instagram. This is going to be a super visual one because it's a pile of seafood. It's bizarre. <laughs> it's really super weird now that like I'm really thinking about it. And you it. just kind of go in and the, it was, the funniest part was the first thing that B did is she went in, grabbed the potato and just like honked into it. <laughs> what was like item. What else am I meant to do here? It was so funny. Like at least eating like an apple. Like it was just bizarre. It's funny as well because like it starts, everyone's a bit timid. Like, oh, I'll take a clam. <laughs> and then by the end, like the bloody scissors are cutting crabs. Someone's got the mallet like crushing a leg. Like by the end, it's like very overwhelming. It was. was just like hammering things left, right and center and not even eating it. I was like, are you going to crack that? <laughs> yeah, it was so fun though. It was like paintball. Okay, I see that. <laughs> Super random. So to talk through further what actually the seafood that was in our bag. So obviously it had some um, crab in there. Well, not obviously, but it had some crab. It had some bug. We had two types of or two styles of prawns. So some were in shell and some were out of shell. Yep, loved deshelling them. <laughs> I loved eating the deshelled prawns. It was great. And some pippies. And then our least favorite, oh, the, the octopus. octopus. Super weird, man. I've been weirded out about octopuses for a while now. <laughs> Since that dark creature that came out of the forest in marble. Oh, yeah, that was a weird octopus. And I know I'm shouting back to a lot of different podcasts now, but it was quite a funny episode. So if you haven't listened to Marble, also worth a listen. Um, (laughs) Bella and B psych themselves out of eating octopus thinking it looks like a rat's tail. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, this, it looked like a bush rat. It looked like a bush rat. I'm sure there's also pictures on Instagram, so have a look. You will not disagree with us. Any which way, we're talking about kicking in, talking about octopus. So they're little baby octopus, and so they come with their head attached, I suppose, and all the eight tentacles. Yeah, I think that was it. Messed up. Well, that's how you meant to eat them. But the weird part is that, you know, sometimes you know it's good quality octopus when it's been tenderized properly. Yeah. yeah. And so when you bite through it, you don't chew. It just yeah sort of goes through with your teeth. This was like Very chewing chewy. chewing gum. And like chewing gum that's flavored octopus is just a bit strange. I just yeah. don't think it needed to be in that bag. No. And I think it got left on the table. I think we all had one each. And I didn't even have one each. You had a leg. I had a leg. That's and even the worst part you could probably go for. I saw you eat the whole thing and it just freaked me out. <laughs> I was like, I can do this, I can do this. And I was swallowing it and I was like, I wish I didn't do this. <laughs> Try everything once, right? Yeah. Except for heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. We don't condone that. <laughs> we definitely don't condone heroin. All right, all right, all right. So let's finally – let's sort of close out what happened with the bag situation. Um, it got to basically the end. We'd gotten through a shit ton of seafood, mm. discarding all the shells, looking a bit like savages. I do also want to talk about our friend, the bug. Oh, 
you mean Mr. Pooty's pants? I just, I I said that. I said, guys, I feel like it smells like poo. It smells. Well, I didn't taste anything because the smell put me off. Yeah. Yeah. So when I ate the first one, I was sort of like, okay, this is nice, but it's got a bit of a a flavor to it. And I think that the reality is I haven't eaten much bug. I've eaten lots of crab. That sounds like I'm really rich. I haven't eaten that much, but whenever (laughs) I go out dining, I like to try and get some crab. I've eaten lots of prawn and I've had a bit of lobster. Mm. So that's probably my array. And I don't think I've ever actually had a bug. So so we don't know, like, to be honest, I don't think I dabble in bug much either. I just don't know. I certainly don't. Yeah. So I don't know what they're meant to taste like, but once someone put in my head that they smell a bit like poo, I then was like, not like human poo, like sheep poo kind of thing. Which like, isn't much better. No, but a bit more like, gra- like grassy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you were like, oh, it just kind of smells like, you know, like the seafloor. <laughs> Which is okay. It is all right. Anyway, I just was a bit disappointed because like, looking at it, that looks like the most spectacular piece of, mm. you know, on the on the stack, I suppose you could say. But in reality, it alongside the octopus were probably the most disappointing parts. I have to say, I think my favourite was the crab and i think it's also the first time i've ever had crab seriously seriously i've never eaten it because it always reminds me of human flesh you heard it here first beatrice likes crab can i say as well while this whole experience is going on it is also like (laughs) interluded by happy birthday (laughs) happy birthday (laughs) to this restaurant it's one of those restaurants where if it's your birthday everyone's gonna know about it lights are off song is on really loud everyone's coming out clapping and clapping they come out like a train there's there's a bloody cake and you're like you're mid you know black gloves deep in cajun sauce and it's like happy birthday but it was kind of stunning because we were such savages like with our faces completely covered and our gloves on we would like kind of join in with the dancing oh my gosh by the last one the music stopped and i was singing the whole thing (laughs) i feel sorry for that guy too because everyone else had a fun cake and his was just like not even a cake was the last guy yeah yeah what did he have and the music cut out yeah i think they got bored by then they had way too many birthdays at night they're like oh shit we didn't sign up for four birthdays (laughs) we got three cakes in the back (laughs) give this guy an extra seafood bag (laughs) he's like no no more pippies Let's talk about the pippies. There were a lot of pippies. <laughs> so I feel like pippies. pippies is what is the equivalent where you just like chuck something in a dish to fill it, <laughs> um, like cheese corn. or like cheese, corn, pippies, potato was a filler. Mm. But I kept like I was pretty stuffed towards the end, and I just kept eating those pippies. Me too. Oh no, I was using the shell as a spoon for the soup. The soup, and by the soup, I mean the sauce. <laughs> you had soup dripping to your corner of your table. I felt quite sick. Yeah, yeah. So I think we do need to leave the discussion about the food there because I don't know even if vocally we can actually explain the whole experience. I think it's definitely a combination with the pictures and maybe it's also just somewhere that you need to go. You need to go. I think you have to go. As soon as we left, all I thought was I just want to take my family there. It's just like a bonding experience. Yeah. There were quite a few families there too and like – The people behind us were doing it in a more civilised way. They had plates and they got like a side of rice and were sort of doing it as if it was like more of a civilised meal. Not just the meat protein sitting on the table. No, but I highly recommend getting the bib, getting the gloves, getting the scissors, getting the mallet. Yeah, you you need to do the whole thing if you go there. Well, I think that this does bring us to order off the menu then. So order off the menu is the part of the podcast where we decide for you guys whether it's worth a visit or not. 
Now, Bella, we were talking about families being there, mm. but is it a mate or date kind of vibe? I 100% am going to go with mate. I think that there's not much more you even need to add to that because I, I completely agree. No yeah. way. Like, who the, who the hell are you taking on a date there? And if someone does take you on a date there, what are they, a gremlin? <laughs> Do you want to be dating a gremlin? No, honey, you don't. I actually do not think that there was one single date there. Absolutely not. And it's a highly unattractive experience. Yeah. Like I saw a side of Libby and B that I didn't want to see. I cannot unsee. I can't see it. Like there was even two dudes who were sitting you know, next to us and they were clearly not on a date because they were not talking. They were on their phones. Mm. And, they, and like I think that's the energy. Like it's definitely mates that you know really well. They didn't even need to talk to each other. They just shoveled in the food and left. Yeah, I also just don't know how they were getting through it because they also had that like shrimp cocktail thing happening. So, yeah, exactly. What B's talking about is they ordered the exact same bag as us, the mixed bag, and they ordered this ginormous glass glass (laughs) that had like what looked like chicken nuggets in it, but it was like prawn dumpling, like prawn poppers or something. And just like (laughs) (laughs) like, hectic situation. And they got through both. This is why boys are just so impressive. (laughs) Like we had three people and we couldn't get through that. Well, we did kind of. And they had two and they got through all of that and more. The biggest thing that I don't get is the three of us collectively are quite big eaters. Mm. Like we can eat food. And like, I was like, if we can't even get through this and they can get through, I was like, wow. Anyway, enough of that. So finishing on. Mate, guys. Yeah, absolutely. So on that note, B, bougie or basic? (laughs) Look, I think we we know where I'm going with this. It's obviously a basic place. Again, need I say more? I don't think so. Um, Can you just advise the listeners on what they should actually wear to go to this place? Yeah, because like we said before, the bibs – they don't cover a lot. So honestly, I would be wearing jeans and a top you don't mind getting dirty. It's like a painting class. Wear and whatever you don't want ruined. Exactly. And also like don't schedule any important calls or meetings. Not that you would drink dinner, but I mean, you can't answer your phone. You can't text anyone. You can't do anything. You are wearing gloves. Which I kind of thought was stunning. It was yeah, kind love of fun. That. Yeah. Love that. But also couldn't drink water either. Oh, we, we- can it's just a struggle. It it's is a, a struggle. Well, unless messy. you have like great wrists, but like, oh, you got to take one glove off, but you're not getting the glove back on. No, that's right. And so I was doing a bit of the double-handed clasp either side of the glass and try and do a little bit of a back tilt. It's a bit awkward. It was a bit. They should have provided straws. Oh, yeah. They should have. Maybe I should DM them and tell them that. <laughs> you should. <laughs> that would actually so solve that problem. Right? But in any case, it was lovely to not have our phones out on the table. That's for sure. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So basic vibe, guys. Libby, this I'm very – intrigued about dollars for dishes yes um i think it's going to be an interesting one because the reality of seafood it's always going to be quite expensive and as i sort of talked about in the bio the essence of this place is high quality seafood at an affordable price right that's what they wanted to do that's what they've always wanted to do from the start and so our bag of seafood was 120 bucks just for the bag which sort of blew me away at the time because I think in my mind I'd put it sort of places that it was such a savage act that it couldn't be expensive because no, how could it be expensive? That's how they get away with it because they're marketed for being savage. So let's up the price. Well, I actually think that the reality is that kind of seafood, that quality, you know, the prawns were delicious. Yeah, no, there I know. I forget that's there was expensive. Excessive mm. amounts of pippies as we talked about. <laughs> And also, we've forgotten about the mussels that were oh, also yeah. in there. Those rogue squeaky bitches. <laughs> they remind me of oysters cooked. Anyone else? <laughs> Not really. Yeah, but like- same kind of weird gooey thing in a shell. Yeah. 
I mean, that's the, yeah, that's the same. That's but yeah, I, I agree with that. So there, there was a lot there that was very delicious. And so I think that $120, there was a kilo of pippies. That yeah. makes so much sense now. Yeah. Th- there's it's a gift that kept on giving. Literally. And so like, I think in terms of value for money, we didn't get much else. We didn't get any – you could get beer and wine. You could get soft drinks as well if you wanted to. We didn't go any of those options. We only got the mozzarella sticks that were 9 bucks. So really, all in all, our dinner was roughly $50. Pretty good. But I'm not going to give it too high rating because whilst we walked out of there full, something to do with the experience didn't mean that I felt like it was like a – I don't even know what the words are here, but it, it was just a really interesting – like, it was fun. It was so fun, but it's like if I gave it a really high value for money, everyone who went would be like, oh, I'm expecting, you know, extremely good seafood. Which it was. So now which I'm Which it lost. was, yeah, because it baffles you by the whole environment. Like, the lobster at Franca, you love because the way it was plated, where we were sitting, what we were doing. Totally. You get the same quality lobster dumped in a bag on the middle of your table, and all of a sudden it's a bit different. And it shouldn't be. And the whole point of value for money is, is picking that out and saying it doesn't matter what it's like as long as you had a good experience and the food was really good. And we couldn't even finish it, remember? Mm-hmm. And is $50 for a meal like that actually good value? I mean, I would be biased and say no because I'm not a huge seafood fan. But if you were like gung-ho, I mean, like that's where it's sitting with you guys. I I honestly, Lib, don't know how you're going to answer I don't this. know how I'm going to pick it. I, I'm going to have to do what everyone always does when they're in a tricky situation, give it a three. Oh, oh. I feel like, yeah, that is a bit of a – It's a cop-out. We know it's a cop I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to throw you under the bus, but absolutely okay. fine. It's absolutely fine. But if you're listening to my interpretation and you're not judging, don't judge that three to mean yes or no. Judge that three to mean you got to give it a go. Yeah, also, I like that. Like Margaret and David at the movies, people don't always agree with their ratings. <laughs> Prudence savagely hated them. <laughs> go for yourself, what... make up your mind. You don't know what she's talking about. No. Niche reference from the ABC. It. <laughs> It was a show that stopped about four years ago, so I don't know why we're still talking about it. But <laughs> any which way, I, I do think that it's time that we move on. Absolutely, Libby. It is time for Food Features and Fails, which is the section of the podcast where we discuss a beautiful food feature or a terrible food fail from our week. And I'm going to go first because I'm seething. Talk to us. Talk to us. (laughs) I, since this happened, have been waiting to record this episode. (laughs) Someone even said to me who was there with me was like, are you going to rip this apart in the podcast? I was like, bloody oath I am. Oh, my gosh. We must know. Tell us. So Saturday night I went to Shisha Bella in Newtown. Don't ask me why I was there. What is Shisha Bella in Newtown? As the name suggests, it is a shisha place in Newtown. Got it. I feel like that's your vibe at the moment. (laughs) No comment. (laughs) Anyway, so we're at Shisha Bella, obviously to smoke shisha, but they obviously had food as well. How they get around those laws, I don't know, because you've got people eating food and people smoking shisha. I, I don't know. I feel like they all do that. It's illegal. Oh, sorry, yeah, but, guys. yeah, but how? Like you can't smoke where people eat anyway. Yeah. Sorry for getting in, you in trouble in the podcast, but also sorry, not sorry, what I'm about to say. So <laughs> here we go. I was starving, so I ordered. Had a look at the menu. It was quite expensive. Right, okay, bowl of chips, ten dollars. Yeah, normal. Normal. Pizza, 30 bucks. Normal. Good Good pizza. pizza. Don't know. Okay. Okay. We're getting there. So I see lamb shawarma wrap with chips, $17. Oh, good price. Would fill me up. After we went to shawarma, I'm pretty keen on the shawarmas. Yep. 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 Gotcha. Order that. 
wait a very long time. I think they forgot about my meal to the point that I have to check up on it. Comes out. It's not a wrap. It's just a giant plate of like shawarma. Meat. Yeah. Meat with some pita bread on the side and like a big sort of salad. It's not a wrap. There's no chips. And I guess by this stage I was pissed off because I was starving and I've been waiting. And it's like, really get like, just get my meal right. But so did the menu actually say shawarma wrap? It said lamb shawarma wrap with chips. Okay. So it didn't say that because we know that shawarma is just the the meat stick. Yeah. So I thought maybe I got confused. I had a look at the menu. No, I was definitely like wrap with what I ordered. Yeah. Pulled the person over and they were like, oh, sorry, they must have heard you wrong. So, like, they agreed with me. Mm-mm. I'll go check. Come back out. No, nah, we don't have any wraps left. So, um, this is all we have. <laughs> okay, you don't have any wraps left. Like Random. Random. Because you gave me heaps of Peter on the side. So, I feel like you could just wrap that in a wrap anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, like, the owner comes out and is like, oh, who's getting, like, what's going on? And I was like, oh, like, it's fine. They're like, well, that's better anyway. So, like, that's fine. Eat that. And oh. I was, like, pretty dismissive uh. of it. <laughs> I'm a bit like, oh, I'm the customer. Like, not what I ordered. Whatever. Tasted fantastic. Got over it. Was like, I'm happy with this now. Made the mistake of not checking the bill till the next day. They had charged me $30 for this thing. Oh. So they give me the wrong thing. Not apologizing (laughs) me the wrong thing, but being like, oh, have this instead. Thinking in my head of, you know, they've messed up. They'll just charge me the price of the original dish I ordered, which was significantly cheaper. No. They charged me for a completely different dish that I didn't order, but they said, oh, you should have that instead. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> That's pretty it shitty. This would happen to you as well. It's so shit, but it's funny. It's really funny. All I'm you sorry. can do is laugh. It's funny, but it's like up until this point, I would have been on this podcast singing the praises of Shisha Bella. Now I'm pissed off. <laughs> Oh, that's really, really good. Well, I'm really sorry to hear about that fail from UB. Yeah. Oh, absolute sorry. fail. Bella, can you make this happier for us? I mean, I definitely can try. So as I was saying before, I did a road, a very long road trip, which consisted of a lot of foods that I probably wouldn't normally eat, like McDonald's. I feel like that's normal road trip vibes. Yeah, You're like, agreed. I'm on a road trip. Let's agreed. eat Maccas. Let's eat KFC. Let's let's stop at the petrol station and get kettle chips. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Literally. So there was a lot of Maccas and then we got to Canamble Roadhouse, which is about an hour out of Walgett and stopped and I got a Dagwood dog. Ooh. Is, no, (laughs) is that what you get like at the Easter show? Correct. So I usually only ever get them once a year at the Easter show. Yuck. Oh my gosh, no, (laughs) yum. I got one in Disneyland, remember? Yes, you did. They're so good. Gross. Essentially, for those who don't know what it is, it's one of those really fake hot dogs <laughs> dipped in sort of a corn batter, basically, and then deep fried. Yeah. It was so thick, though. I don't know if they're normally this thick, but it was the same size as the Frankfurt. So it was thick. And I literally, by the end of it, was like, I was trying to keep up with the boys. You know, they were having like <laughs> 500 mils at this point. And I was like, I've got this. I can do this. But by the end of it, I was just feeling so sick. I don't know what was in that batter. Mate. Dude, it's like the fattiest thing ever. Like, look at your size and look at those things. Like, it's probably the same size as you, the whole Dagwood dog. Like, it's <laughs> disgusting. And also, it's one of those, probably at one of those truck stops. Like, disgusting. But it's an iconic truck stop. Libby, stop shitting on the Dagwood dog. We know that you hate meat. <laughs> okay. I hate For that, like- the average listener who doesn't mind once a year taking a dabble, Easter show, Bella didn't make it this year. So this was her year. This was her <laughs> moment. In any case, it's a fail, isn't it? No, I think she's featuring it. I mean, I'm going to feature it. She's featuring it. 
Wait, I thought yeah, you were yeah, yeah, failing yeah. it because you felt really sick afterwards. I did. But, hey, if, if you're a boy and you're stopping in Canamble, you can go and I'm sure you'll do it fine. That's a personal fail on her behalf that she felt sick. It wasn't a fail of the Dagwood dog. Correct. All right. I guess that, that really sums it up then. <laughs> Libby. <laughs> Libby's pissed. <laughs> Libby, have you got a feature or a fail? So I actually have a fail. Oh. Now, this is – I think it's a bit of a combination of a fail on myself, a fail on the venue, whole situation. I'll talk you through. So it was actually just last night. Um, oh, so it's still quite raw. <laughs> quite raw. So I was in Woolies and I essentially was just like, oh, I just really can't work out what I feel like for dinner tonight. So I look at Jack and I'm like, how do you feel about not cooking dinner tonight? And he was like, oh. Please, it's like he hates cooking dinner. It's his least favorite job. Yeah, there's a lot of stress around dinner time for, for him. Guys. For him specifically. <laughs> yeah. And so then I was like, why don't we just go get a burger? And he was like, yes, let's go get Bar Luca. We're in the city. Perfect. We just walked up to Phillip Street, hopped straight in, table there. Perfect. It's all going well. Yeah. The menu comes out. On the menu, there's only three options that aren't beef patties. I think three is pretty good. From, I mean, it's a bloody burger place. But Liv. from. <laughs> From nine burgers, three. One is a vegan one with like that sort of substitute meat. One is a mushroom one and one's a chicken one. <laughs> Can I play the devil's advocate and say, it's pretty generous. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Cannot believe that. Chicken burgers are. Yeah, that's not a vegetarian option. Yeah. You think they have a fish burger? Well, I just thought they might have a grilled chicken burger. They just, all they had was that, you know, the American style sort of like. What, fried chicken? Fried chicken, buttermilk fried chicken or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. that's my favourite burger from there. It's just too much, right? So then essentially I was like, oh, I don't know if I want that American-style burger. <laughs> Me in my really fat girl greedy hunger was like, oh, my God, there's a McTruffle burger. I wonder if Ew, I – Ew, man. But that's I so know. Fair. I wonder if I could get that but without the beef patty and maybe the chicken patty substitute. Oh, mm. this is getting disgusting. Right. I thought – if Jack was like, they'll definitely be able to do that. Why would they not be able to do that? And I was like, okay, but if not, I'll just have the normal chicken burger or the mushroom one. Like, I don't really care kind of thing at this point. He goes up to order, comes back all proud of himself. Like, yep, it was only three, like $3 extra or something for the chicken. I was like, yeah, win. Okay, happy with that. My burger arrives at a table and there's three ginormous slabs of chicken <laughs> stacked up on this burger. What? And, and then obviously on the chicken, like the – American burger with the chicken, the standard one. Mm. There's obviously some tomato, some lettuce on it to sort of like counteract that really deep fried chicken mm, thing. Yeah, yeah. On this one, because it was the truffle one, no, no, nothing fresh on this burger. So it was just fatty McFat pants. It was just fatty McFat <laughs> pants with like a mushroom on there and just a little bit of sauce. And it was just like chicken, truffle flavor. Not good. So many bits of chicken. In fact, I actually took one of the layers of chicken out, gave it to Jack. He ate it with a knife and fork. Hilarious. This is so your fault. It is. The whole thing is my fault. And it was just like a bizarre situation. I was so disappointed with myself because I was hoping that I was going to have this delicious burger. Anyway, in summary, fail from Bar Luca, fail from me. Okay. Uh, is it a fail from Bar Luca? They said yes. They should have said no. no. Oh, sorry. So they should have said they should have been those classic like restaurants where they're like, we don't change the menu. Yes. You change yourself for the menu. Yes, exactly. And then mm. I would have had a good burger. Mm. So it's really their fault. <laughs> I see where you're going with Bella's that. Bella's face is like, Libby, you're an idiot. But anyway, it's my story. I I failed. Please be ashamed of me. Ashamed. Ashamed. But you know what isn't a shame, guys? This podcast. 
It's pretty great. So <laughs> if you enjoy it, like we know you do, please leave us a rating, give us a review, and make sure you tell someone about the podcast so more people can listen to the podcast. That's absolutely super important. Telling a friend is the best, best way to get our podcast out there. And while you're there, why don't you jump on to our Facebook community? That's obviously a good podcast on Facebook. And if you want to see pics of us getting really down and dirty, then you can go straight to our Instagram, which is obviously a good podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.